Hey there, everybody. This is Reading Reddit. It's Peyton, and today we're looking at r slash short scary stories, a subreddit where a lot of horror can be packed into less than 500 words. This episode is centered around horror themes and may not be suitable for some listeners. Please check the show notes for trigger warnings and timestamps of each story. I'm a Very Lucky Girl Written by The Urban Goose Narrated by Peyton Dotson I'm lucky because I have a roof over my head. I'm lucky because I have a good education. I'm lucky because I have food in my stomach. I'm lucky because I had a lot of friends. I'm lucky because my family was nice. I'm lucky because I took judo classes when I was younger. I'm lucky because my childhood home was lovely. I'm lucky because my father taught me survival skills. I'm lucky because my family kept a lot of provisions in case of emergencies. I'm lucky because my parents taught me to be responsible. I'm lucky because when the sirens echoed through my city, I was awake to hear them. I'm lucky because I got to say goodbye to my friends. I'm lucky because when the tall men emerged from the ground, we weren't close to any hot spots. I'm lucky because we survived for weeks on the stashed canned goods and bottled water my parents had collected. I'm lucky because when we had to go out in search of food, my father died protecting me. I'm lucky because my mother sheltered my eyes from the tall men so I wouldn't have to see their gaunt faces and freakishly long bodies. I'm lucky because when the storm started to roll in and our house was destroyed, my mother sacrificed herself to save me and my little brother. I'm lucky because I'm a fast runner so the tall men couldn't get me. I'm lucky because I only lost my rucksack as we ran. I'm lucky because my brother survived 158 days by my side. I'm lucky because his body fed me for a few weeks. I'm lucky because I figured out how to hunt the tall men. I'm lucky because, although bitter, the tall men's flesh was edible. I'm lucky because I was able to find new refuge in an abandoned bunker. I'm lucky because the bunker held years worth of supplies. I'm lucky because now I don't have to go out unless I choose to. I'm lucky the tall men haven't found me yet, and when they do, I'm going to be ready. I survived this far. I'm a survivor. I'm a hunter. I'm a very lucky girl. Arsenic, Strychnine, Snowy White. Written by Stories of Ember. Narrated by Peyton Dotson. Those of us who do not get fed love from silver spoons learn to lick it off knives. Mother gnaws meat off boiled bones, her lovers grind bread in their hungry, sucking mouths. She threw our spoons down the well and forks on her bed after the tinkling laugh of a passing fortune teller mentioned that dropping cutlery would summon new visitors. You can imagine which utensil was for which gender. She must have missed one silver ladle, because it is said soon after I took hold in her womb, and try as she might, she could not shake this visitor loose. She did indeed try, I assure you, arsenic, strychnine, white like the powdered snow. People in the village say that she asked the gods for a dead little girl with hair charcoal of funeral pyres, and lips the reddish glow of lanterns for the dead, skin the milky white pallor of those consumed. And I assure you, 
Though my skin glows the colour of that strychnine arsenic white, my hair is black as a bruise, and my lips blush nightshade red. I am very much alive. My mother preens herself in front of the mirror. She plucks at her feathers, her dress, her eyebrows arched into thin lines, and her cheeks red with wine, with rouge, with blood. My mother, our good Countess Elizabeth Bathory, is said to have killed countless young peasant girls, biting them, cutting them, drinking their blood. After all, that fair peasant skin, buttermilk white, if not God-given, must be taken. Our gymnasium smells of rust, and the maids beat the sheets till the river runs brackish and orange. After all, it is important to be the fairest of them all. Mother preens in front of her mirror and calls out in jewelish tones, smooth from honey, pouring with delight, for she shall watch little girls be devoured by crazed sugar ants. Oh, mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all? And the little girls behind the mirror cry out and compare her to a snowbank at dawn, fresh lead powder, assorted angelic fantasies, and she laughs, for she knows that they are paler than she, so they can scream their compliments to the wind. She has made me watch a silent, sleek marble, and made me dip my hands in the warm red, for I am indeed beautiful and pale, like the moon, and fed from salty liquids and strange sweet meats on the table. She eyes me. They eye me. They shudder as I put slivers of meat into my mouth. Pet, mother asks. Pet, come here and dance for us. Pet, pet, come here and sing for us. Pet, pet, come here and let me hold your hand. My hands are silken and the Countess does not expect them to outshine her own pale ivory, but one day they do, for I have been bled white too. Mirror, mirror on the wall, now who's the fairest of them all? My mother cried when I told her I didn't want to have kids. Written by Nerdy Tech 21 Narrated by Peyton Dotson My mother cried when I told her I didn't want to have kids. She became incredibly distraught, borderline hysterical even. The thought of me not wanting children upset her very much, but I wasn't surprised. She was a bit of a traditionalist. She fully bought into the life script lie, as it were. You have to have children, she wailed. Who will take care of you when you're older? She demanded as if that was enough to change my mind. I wouldn't need anyone taking care of me when I was older. I don't want to have children, Mom. I've known for a long time, I said, working hard to keep the emotions out of my voice. Children bring your life joy, purpose. Please, don't you want a life? A life of purpose and joy? She begged, tears streaming down her cheeks. 
What will our friends say when they find out I raised a selfish, stubborn, silly girl who chose not to have children, throwing her life away with both hands? Please, please have at least one. I scoffed. I've made up my mind, Mom. I'm not going to have any children. This is my choice. My life, my body, my money, my freedom at stake. It is my decision, and no one can make this decision for me. I do not want a child. Please! My mother wailed. I could tell she was running out of arguments. Good. I wondered if she would also hear the faint but growing siren in the distance. Maybe this conversation would be wrapping up soon. You're a woman. This is your biological function. This is what women are made to do. We have kids. You think I wanted you? All you've ever done is be ingrateful for what I've given you. The sacrifices I made to have you. But I had a child because that's our job to have kids. I had you and raised you and fed you and clothed you and you cannot do this. Change your mind. Have a child. She all but ordered. She was desperate. So desperate she was finally telling the truth for once. Good. It was about time we had this talk. Exactly, mother. That's exactly it. I'm not having a child because I was raised by someone who didn't want a child. I know exactly how awful and lonely and miserable that was. I am not doing that. You shouldn't have done it either. The siren was loud now probably just down the street. And not only am I not having kids, but I called LifeScript and turned myself in. They should be here to take us to the recycling center any minute. After all, all women were good for was having children, which is why LifeScript was humanity's savior and prison guard. Every woman was now required to have a child, at least one. And those women like me who decided we didn't want kids, or those unlucky enough to not be able to have children before our 35th birthday, well, we were now hunted down and taken to the recycling center, where no one knows what happens to us. But no women who were taken to the recycling center are ever seen again. And just in case that wasn't enough to keep us compliant, they wouldn't just take you. They would also take your sister, your mother, and her sisters. Luckily... My mother and I were both only children. Thanks for listening to Reading Reddit. And remember, if you like this podcast, subscribe to the show and share it with your horror-loving friends. Bye for now!